Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado, and with me is the uh, luscious Michael Johnson. Oh, thank you. Yes, I am lush. He's luscious and greasy. When's the last time you showered? Oh, man, a few days ago. I mean, same here. It just doesn't seem like... can't really be very judgmental. There's no point where you're just watching ghost videos in your uh, fucking apartment and nothing else to do. Yeah, I guess so. I've been watching um, The Joker on repeat. Nice. That inspired the whole world to do change and, like, fight up uh, the, 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 the the bourgeoisie. Yeah, I mean it's a real it's a real call to arms. It's a uh it's a um like I feel like Les Miserables could happen. Yeah, no, it was crazy because um the day that the Joker or the day before the Joker came out, you had like SNL making fun of uh what was it white male rage with like a a woman that's worth over a million dollars wearing a gold dress on television, like pretty much beat for beat repeating what fucking Robert De Niro did in the movie, like just wow. Mo- did you, did you get like the real like the meta fucking satire of our own world, mocking, <laughs> and not getting the fucking point of the movie? Yeah, no, that was one of my favorite parts. Is that like everyone was like, "This is a commentary." And it's like, what do you mean? Well, it's obviously talking about mental health and uh and gun control and and pollution. And it's like what? No, it's just talking about like the rise of the Joker and like his really bad day. <laughs> nah, dude, it's talking about a lot of shit. Yeah, it, it, it's like astrology. Speaking oh, you, of, you check out our uh, check out our early episode uh, astro- on astrology. Episode eleven. And um, yeah, that's right, episode eleven. And you'll you'll see what I mean. It's it's a lot like astrology, but we have to get back to our uh, our topic of the of the hour, sir. What hour is it? It's always breakfast time, my friend. It's always oh, breakfast time. That great American breakfast story. Mm-hmm. So so to continue on after Sylvester Graham, uh, you kind of have to go, before we can get into the fun people like Kellogg and W.C. Post and those people, you have to talk about this guy, William Miller, who... I thought I could easily just like, you know, look into him and be like, yeah, he's a guy. Turns out he's like very, very pivotal person in American uh, religious history. Right. This guy is uh, is huge in the uh, Christianizing of America, right? I would I would say so. Yeah. I mean, so he was a he was a very prosperous farmer and uh, a Baptist lay preacher which I think it means that he isn't actually ordained, but he, like, you know, like, preaches to a following. Yeah, when you got a flock, but you're not, like, you're not holding the uh, that shepherd stick that they give you? I guess. It's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, he has the collar, but he doesn't have the signed diploma. You know? um, yeah, because you could just buy those collars. I don't know if a priest You can also this. buy a diploma. You can but you can just become like you can just like get registered as a priest. I can do it like right now. No, yeah, while I'm we're a, talking. I I don't know if yeah I don't know if I ever told. I don't want to spend like twenty bucks. I am no I I'm a uh, I'm a pastor of the Earth religion or whatever fucking bullshit. You're a pasture. I'm a pasteurized pasture. How, yeah. how many how many how many acres are you? 
two. Wow, look at you go. Yeah. Uh so so William Miller <clears throat> he uh he spent years uh intensely studying the symbolic meaning of the prophecies of Daniel and I guess what's called the twenty three hundred day prophecy. Wow. Which honestly I don't know what it means. Um, well, let, let's like, break it down, right? There are 365 days in a year, so it's the four, sure. wait, no, eight, wait, how many, oh, shit. 2,300? Yeah, how many twenty? How many day, How many years is that? Uh, What would it be, 2,300 divided by 365? Yeah. Or 364, like six years, 6.3. Okay, um, so it's the six, okay. All right, we got six years. I guess. Um, really, like that to know what it was, I was trying to look into it, and then it was like I would basically have to read the majority of the Bible to understand it. So I okay, was like, would it nah, take you that. six years to uh, read the Bible? Let's let's get back to cereal. You know, <laughs> yeah, we've already had enough um, splinters of this idea, this topic. Oh my god, it it shattered. And I'm like, I feel like, you, you know that Japanese art of putting pottery back together where you use gold as the seams? That's yeah. what this shit is right here. So, Miller shared uh, his beliefs publicly that the second coming of Jesus would occur roughly in between 1843 and 1844. Okay, I love this hyper-specific, like, Everything in the Bible it should be taken with a grain of salt. It's more like proverbs or what, it, like l- lessons that you learn. And everyone's trying to like scienceify it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 definitely. I mean, well, it, it's it's actually Miller. Miller was pretty smart though, because um, what he did was he, he he took his word and wrote it down and um, made a newspaper. He wrote a series of 16 articles for the Vermont Telegraph, which I guess is a Baptist paper. And in 1942, sorry, 1842, big typo there. In 1942, it finally became popular. <laughs> no one would have known that it was a typo unless you specifically pointed it out. Well, I mean, I don't want to jump 100 years into the future. Well, it, yeah, it's a little. It, it would be a little confusing, but only if anyone's paying attention. Yeah, no, I hope they're not. I hope they're just like touching themselves to our voice. Someone is definitely jerking off to us talking right now. I hope so. We're talking about the second coming of Jesus. Someone else should be coming as well. Well, I'm not uh, saying that they're 18- jerking off be- from what <laughs> we're talking about. They're jerking off while we're playing in the back, or like they're it's on their phone and they just put it down while they're fucking. Or jerking off. Oh, okay, I get it. You just want to think about people doing that, don't you? That's all I think about. Okay. Well, let's get back to this uh, this Baptist preacher. That's what the lay... That's He was a lay pastor, dude. He was getting laid. <laughs> it took me five <laughs> minutes, but we got there. I'm back nice. on page one. Hell yeah. So uh, in 1842, this guy Joshua Von Himes who was a pastor of the, the Chardon Street Chapel in Boston, uh, who was also an able and experienced publisher, 
made a bi-weekly paper called Sign of the Times. And nice. they used that to publicize Miller's ideas. So wait, was this every two weeks or two times a week? Every two weeks. Okay, because you never because bi-weekly could either mean two times a week or every other week, and it's very confusing, and they should change the term. Yeah, I don't think I've ever used it as like, oh, it's coming two times a week. Is like it's coming bi-weekly. I would be like, I only use it as like every other week. No, but people say bi-monthly. Like this oh, is going to be a bi-monthly thing, and I'm like, wait, is that two times a month or every other month? <laughs> Big difference. So, so the uh, the sign of the times started uh sorry excuse me the first edition was actually published on february 28th of 1840 so i guess that earlier part was a typo again uh and it continued (laughs) to be published by the seventh day adventist church as a monthly evangelistic magazine under the same name for like a pretty pretty long while so they're getting lazy now it's like oh every other week Ah, uh, once a month. Mm-hmm. Well, they were like, let's just like put more shit into it. Typical farmer it mentality. Uh, but Millerism spread like wildfire because they were printing like fuck tons of papers. Specifically, this is where he was really smart. He was he was specifically targeting groups of people. Yeah, no, that's what uh, religious people do. That's what Jim Jones did. That's what you like. You specify who you want to. Uh, target, and then they just blow that up. They just uh, whatever that's called. Yeah, I don't know no, the no, word. I mean that's <laughs> they they popularized in that group, and that's like what he was doing was he was aiming for uh, you know pretty well to do uh, white families in the Northeast. That's a that's a good. But his get. ideas they spread very far. There was a thing called the the uh, the Advent Shield that they made for for academic minds. Mm. It only had three issues, but the first two had 144 pages, and the final one was 250 pages long. What the fuck? What are you putting out a book every? What, the f- what is yeah, this? Yeah, they were like, they were like giving out like a. They made basically made like a textbook version for very smart people. And this is a religion. Like, What's what is this thing about? This is about religion. Yeah, it's all about right? Millerism. It's about the the prophecies of what end up becoming uh, a lot of different religions because Miller basically was like the, the, the Jesus is coming back yeah, pretty damn soon so you all should follow the way that I teach y'all gotta get ready dude you only got like four years oh is that what the yeah oh like so that's the that's probably the 230 day prophecy is that from yeah the 2300 day what did I just say 230. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 230 days is a very different uh, prophecy than the 2300-day prophecy. Well, maybe that's the 2300-day um, prophecy. Is like the from the date that he figured it out, we got 2300 days. Yeah, well, it wasn't from when he figured it out. He like he like came up with, by studying this one book, I think it was, a, it was the book of Daniel, he studied the book of Daniel so much that he was like, oh, if I do the math right, it would be sometime around like the 1830s, 1840s that this date would start. Yeah. He got super and then specific. Did 2, days. 
You said forty three or forty four. Like that's 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 ridiculous. Like what? He was just counting the fucking letters. <laughs> what, what the fuck math? I mean, would... I I I don't know. He didn't really tell anyone how he did it. Yeah, obviously. I know. He was looking at golden tablets. <laughs> Dude, yeah, people, because uh, people really caught on. It was called Millerism, and uh, it spread. Yeah, it was huge. But, it was huge back in the yeah. day. Well, because in, in 1843, there was a, like, all of the Millerite publishing got cranked up even more. And uh, May of 1843, there were 21,000 copies of different Millerite papers published each week. Jesus Christ. I know. In in New York alone, like the state itself, from December 1842 to April 1843, there were 600,000 copies of various publications distributed. That's that's a fuckload because there's only like 15 people in the fucking country back then. <laughs> I mean, this thing, it was going around the world, though, because by, uh, by May of 1844, Himes announced that there were 5 million copies of Millerite publications that had been distributed. Man, that's wild, dude. Like, I can't imagine mm-hmm. how World War I got started. This, yeah, I mean, so here's the crazy thing, though, is that uh, because certain papers picked it up, um, be- most, of, most of their following in the, in the United States was in Vermont and, like, New England, and so a little of it went into Canada, which then got picked up by Canadian papers, and it spread through Canada, which then spread to uh, England, which then spread to Australia, um, and it also spread to New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, Ohio. The, the majority of the southern states were following Millerism, and also uh, Tasmania, people in Norway, people in Chile, Wait, whoa, whoa. and the Sandwich <laughs> Islands. Which are now Hawaii. Wait, what? I'm so confused. So, it's like it spread like a fucking pandemic. Mm-hmm. And wait, think about it. They they had, they had published five million copies Jesus. of different publications by 1844, and they started four years before that. I need to know how many people were there in 18. And the Sandwich Islands. That's what they fucking called. What the hell is? Oh, because. Wasn't it like sandwich. Captain Sandwich? Yeah, that's why there's a bunch of places named after him, like uh, Sandwich, Massachusetts. But yeah, so it was it was all over the place. Yeah, let me just and, um, give me two seconds. So uh, sure. there was less than a billion people in 1840, I think. What they don't have an actual count? I it's very confusing. <laughs> yeah, there's a billion people in 1840. Like the first that we just got eight like one billion people in eighteen thirty. Hmm. So yeah. This is in the world, right? This is the whole world. Yeah, but how much is in like America? I don't know. This is very confusing. This website. Uh, seventeen uh, million. Okay, so by eighteen forty four, they distributed five million copies. It's enough to have given what? Uh, almost a fucking quarter of all Americans a copy. Jesus Christ! So that's a huge amount of people, man. It was massive. It was huge. That's like if a hundred million people listen to Joe Rogan's podcast in America right now. <laughs> yeah, this would be like if if Joe Rogan accidentally one time told someone that I figured out that Christ is coming back, and I think I know what day. 
Oh man. Wait, what's the crisis? <laughs> well, so so here's the thing is that uh Miller I told you he was he was pretty smart about this. It was the people around him that kind of fucked him over. This is always the case. He he never personally set an exact date for the second coming. Ah, uh, that's that's how you do it. You keep it vague, always. Exactly. He's not stupid, and he's not going to be like, "Oh yeah, exactly on this day, Christ is going to come." Come on, everyone, <laughs> hold your breath. Like, let's <laughs> <laughs> all dunk our heads in the water at the same time. I know. But so once it once once he was like very heavily published, like a lot of people were hounding him for a date, and then it became very close to eighteen forty uh, eighteen forty three, and they're yeah. like, "Come on, you said sometime between eighteen forty three and eighteen forty four." Uh, He's shit! Like, Come on, yeah. Come on, we we just need we just need like a like a range. Like you like what days in that range? He he ended up begrudgingly telling them. It'll be sometime between March 21st of 1843 and March 21st, 1844. Right. How did he get... Did he just say that because he wanted to shut everybody up? I I would say so. Because, <laughs> well, well, March 21st passes of 1844 and Christ doesn't come back. And so Miller wrote to Himes, the main publisher of all this shit, uh, he said, I am still looking for the dear Savior. The time, as I have calculated it, is now filled up, and I expect every moment to see the Savior descend from heaven. I have now nothing to look for but this glorious hope. Mm. And surprisingly, the movement kept on going. Yeah, no, that's what happens. For a little bit longer. For a little bit longer. No, that's what happens. Like that guy that uh, called the apocalypse or the rapture, he's still going. People are still giving him money. Weird. Which guy? The one from 2012? Yeah, or whatever. Like, I thought the it was Mayan later. Calendar? No, not the Mayan calendar. There's a guy that was like, oh, the rapture's coming in um, 2016 or whatever he said. And everyone's like, hmm. They, the the people that were following them were crazy. They like spent all their savings. They they blew all their cash, and it was really just a, because uh, the whole thing behind that guy, I forget his name or whatever, but uh, the whole thing behind that guy is that there was he uh, he was a part of a tele like a Christian television thing, and there was two other people that were like keeping him in check, and they just like they lost their mind or died. So there was three people, then there was two people, then there was one person left, and it was the crazy guy. And it's like... <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> He's like, yeah, now I got this old TV network of like a million Christians or a hundred million or whatever amount of Christians that follow Holy me. Holy crap. That would, be like, that would be like if Alex Jones started as like a sports center talking head <laughs> and just like slowly... His compatriots died off of different things, and then it was just his show. <laughs> Talking about football. And then, like, one and day it's like, football, like, the next day. <laughs> the frogs being gay. Yeah, he's like, do you know what's really in their steroids? Wait, uh, we just tuned in so to watch football, Alex. <laughs> no more football from here. 
Yeah, he would be like that guy with all the uh, the buttons and like the bobbleheads and shit. <laughs> the one who they lampoon in uh, Anchorman Two. I never saw Anchorman Two. With with oh, wonderful movie. You should watch it. Everyone okay. out there, you should watch Anchorman Two. I know it seems stupid, but it is, and it's a great it's a great great rip on modern media channels. It's hilarious. I right, great. We're uh, not we're not we're not promoting <sighs> any Will Ferrell fucking movies anymore. Come on, let's we're talking about. Right, you don't want to be on Funny or Die. Okay, whatever. Well, so uh, his movement lasted until October twenty second, eighteen forty four. Uh, so and, uh, it lasted from March to October, and no, like, what happened after October? Well, October 22nd, 1844, is now a day that's known in history <clears throat> as the Great Disappointment. Oh. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was well, It was the day that Jesus the didn't Millerites... Come back? Exactly. Like, oh. <laughs> it was the day that, like, the Millerites around the world, like, had, like, come to a consensus of, like, this is the day. They, like, all had a meeting, and, they, like, a union rep came in, like, all right, we settled on uh, October 22nd. If Jesus doesn't come back, this Miller guy, he's fucking bullshit, dude. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just imagining like, a man, like, khakis with, like, way too tight of a shirt on, smoking a <laughs> cigar. It's and a has, V-neck. Like, for some reason, and he has like gold rings on random fingers that you're like, why is it in the middle? Hey, you Who know, it's a, a it's, you know, you know why it's on the middle. It's just <laughs> in the pinky. But so that was the day that they all thought that Jesus was coming back. And Did uh, Jesus come back? When it, no. Oh. No, look out your window. There's a, there's a pandemic. You think that you know, Jesus came back? Maybe he did, and that's why the world's I'm been still, going to shit ever since. I'm still here. You think that Jesus came back? <laughs> nah, man. He's taking me with him. You're Jewish. Yeah. We're homies. Oh, I guess he is too. He was at my bar mitzvah. Ugh. Forget about it. He gave such a shitty gift. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so. He gave me a piece of bread. <clears throat> I told you I don't want to talk about it, but yes, it was it was a loaf of challah and one bottle of Manischewitz, and I was like, you cheap piece of shit. I hope they kill you again. And he cried and cried, but his tears kept coming out of the holes in his hands, and it was really sad, and oh. my grandma was very upset with me, but it's okay. Yeah, you know, the saddest thing is that he he, uh, he turned to you and said, that wasn't even my real gift. It was going to be... My gift was my love. <laughs> like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, asshole. <laughs> thanks for nothing. Venmo me that. Venmo me that next time, all right? Don't show up. Don't show your fucking ugly mug in here ever again, you cunt. Wow, so aggressive. Hey, that's, I told you I upset my grandmother. How, why did you think I did that? Just by insulting Jesus? No, it's by using the C word. Uh, I can't believe Come it. Come on, we're Jews. <laughs> but so when the 22nd came and went like any other day, uh, <laughs> both the Millerite followers and the leaders were like, uh, I guess as literature has said, they were generally bewildered and disillusioned. Yeah, I imagine that would be that would fit the uh, the bill. Yeah, and so I mean, kind of kind of a side note, but 
there's a lot of scholars, uh, like psychology scholars, that look at the Great Disappointment as a perfect example of cognitive dissonance. Mm. Which, for those of you who don't know what that, what that is, yeah, I don't it's, know. It's uh, when a person is. holds, it's when a person holds two or more contradictory beliefs or like ideas and values or like participates in an action that goes against one of those three, and they experience ver- a lot of psychological stress because of it. Oh, okay. Just as technical, like what the like what the hell are you talking about? Wait, you want me? To, you want, okay, kind of, okay. Hmm, what's a good example for you? Yeah, you this. Dissonance. I feel like this is cognitive di- dissonance. What? I believe that you could explain it, but you can't. But I still believe that I can. Yeah, that is cognitive dissonance. <laughs> a great example thank you for the explanation dean you're welcome <laughs> thanks for the alley-oop mike <laughs> you're welcome I, f- I feel like yao ming out here so uh they spread I, mean, I know what you're thinking no i'm i was talking okay never mind I was, I was made by the chinese government breeding my parents together to make <laughs> me but you're made in a lab uh, <laughs> no i wasn't i was made in a sexy lab wuhan lab <laughs> Well, so they they also study this thing that's called true believer syndrome. And it's the people who continue to believe in a paranormal event or phenomenon even after it was proved to be wrong or it's like staged, right? Oh man. So like I hate those. Somebody who 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 sees a UFO but it turns out that it was like the Goodyear blimp, but they were a child when it happened, so they will not they they still believe that it was a UFO and no one could tell them different, you know? I hate those YouTube videos that keep showing like the, the ghost videos that have clearly been disproven. I hate that. It's true believer syndrome, man. People just want to believe in it. <sighs> just like episode eleven. Check out episode eleven. Um <laughs> I don't know why I'm plugging that one so much. Yeah, why why like are you it. plugging astrology? I I just got my chart read and it turns out that I have like really good alignment. Oh, an alignment eleven Two ones, yep. they're aligned. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 honestly it's a fantastic thing. Like your chakras. <laughs> yeah, my chakras are aligned, but my spine is curved. Nice. <laughs> Just how Jesus likes it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna plug so your asshole the- chakra. With is my- that your Jesus voice or is? Yeah, I'm Jesus. Why is it? Why is it a gay Asian? <laughs> you got me. So, um, so with the responses to uh, to Jesus not coming back, not were uh, what you can say is uh, varied. Oh, <laughs> some some people, uh, yeah, they took it. They took it. To, they took it on the chin, and they kept checking every single day for Christ to come back, just in case. You know, d- yeah, they're like, well, missed it. Ooh, shit, not today. Ugh. Maybe today. Uh, uh, no. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I was just checking it. I was just checking in. Just they yeah. they believe in Christ. Like I believe that I'll give money to a homeless man. You know. Well, yeah. Like I want to. Like I but think it will happen today. every day. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm always hoping that it will happen, but I also don't want to see it. Yeah. Um. Other people predicted different dates in the in the near future. Maybe he just had the uh, numbers backwards. <laughs> Maybe. It's 3,000. 
All right, getting these cryopods I made out of the freezer. 1840s. Yeah, 18 dead rednecks. And then like 3,000-something, like they get thawed out like we did with a woolly mammoth. And it's all transgendered, non-binary, non-racial people, and they're just like, what in the hell? Yeah, and then like they're they're like, what the fuck? And then Jesus descends from heaven, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> In his truck. <laughs> it is. His diesel truck. His, his trucker hat on, and his, and his mullet. And his Bible and what, his gun. Intarnation? <laughs> what are you fags doing? <laughs> Everyone's like, Jesus. What the... You heard I me? knew it. But I told so. you. I told you, Frank eighty five. I told you he was he was not what we thought he was. <laughs> Jesus was a bigot. <laughs> yeah, I told you. So. Didn't you read my book, idiot? Didn't you hear it? I put it all on an album of me playing banjo and theorizing over the tunes. <laughs> it won an Emmy. Wow. Or an Oscar. Oh no, a Grammy. <laughs> no, One of those gold a- trophies. I melted it down and made eight new teeth. It won a CMT award. Um <laughs> So, back to Jesus. So uh other people who weren't like predicting dates in the future, some of them actually theorized that they we entered something called the seventh millennium and that uh I guess the seventh millennium since god made the earth Who the and it was fuck called knows? the great sabbath which i guess therefore they should not have to work oh sick yeah typical farmer all the people who were all all the quote-unquote saved people uh should not work okay for for how long um their whole life i guess 18 oh there's still slavery back then right <laughs> um 1843, yes, it was banned. I think it was abolished in 1846. He's like, they were like, well, great Sabbath. We don't have to work. Guess who will be? (laughs) And like next year, slavery ban. Damn it. Well, it turns out that the great Sabbath is actually the Sabbath immediately preceding Passover. And it is uh, commemorated in the Christian calendar as Holy Saturday. Nice. So it's still a thing. Oh, wait, but, really? Yeah, it's Holy Saturday. Christians on took the Christian this, calendar. Christians took Millerism and took it seriously enough to make a fucking day out of it. I mean, either that or it was already a thing. Might have already been a thing. Could have been. Uh, <laughs> some other people. This is my favorite one. Some actually started acting like children. <laughs> These like grown ass adults just like, started acting like children because there's one specific sentence, and I guess it's uh, Mark ten fifteen, which says, "Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it." And so they just like behave like children. Oh, that's wild, right? I don't understand. Like just rolling around on the ground, crying, screaming. Yeah. Eating yeah. what they want, shitting themselves. Exactly. Yeah, acting like a child. I'm a drawing baby. terrible drawings and putting it on the fridge. Well, the, they had ice boxes back then, Dean. Come on, don't be okay, silly. Fine. 
whittling a nice sculpture for mommy, and she's like, ugh. Ugh. Out of a bar of soap. It's like, God damn it. Wasted the soap. That was our only soap for four months. Yeah, that's the town's soap. There's four moons until we can have more lard. Mother, in four moons, Jesus will rise again and give us another bar (laughs) of soap. You say that every month. And it continues Uh, to happen. Yeah, some... Some people believed uh, that Christ was actually halfway down from heaven now. Right. And that he was kind of like sitting on a cloud and they had to pray to him. Like, I guess you talk somebody off of a ledge <laughs> instead of like, <laughs> but like, but like not inside the house. How about if this was a real thing? Like Jesus was just hanging out on top of a cloud and everyone prayed to him. And they're and like, come on, do it. Do and it. Jumped and died. We want you here. Do it. Jump down. Pussy. Come on. What are you scared? <laughs> do it. Do it. He's like, all right. And he just, he's just splat. Dead. Yeah, and that's how he died again. But so uh, some people actually uh, just kind of quit Millerism and just like went back to their previous denominations of Christianity and Baptist, uh, baptism, I guess. Yeah, that makes the most sense. That's what most Christians would probably do. Mm-hmm. Actually, what most of them did was they became shakers. What the fuck? What? Shakers? Yeah, what the, is that like a, a mix between a a shaman and a Quaker? No, it's a, uh, I guess the official name of the denomination is the United Society of Believers in Christ's Second Coming. They're basically Christians. They're just, you know, waiting for Christ to come. He's going to be coming sometime soon. He'll, he'll be back. He'll be back. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, no, he just went out for uh, for a pack of cigarettes and a gallon of milk. He'll be back. Uh, he's definitely not he like my father. He's more scratchers. He'll be back. I promise. He'll be back. Mom, stop crying. Uh, and then my favorite people, besides the ones who roll around like children, uh, they simply just gave up their beliefs. And they were like, all right, well, that was stupid. God, I don't and know I, what I was a, thinking. Let me find a job, find a wife, build a house. Yeah. Oh, God damn, I'm so far behind. Oh, man. Those those f- two crazy years, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got into improv, and then I started getting into Millerism. Like, I'll never, I'll never, I'll, this will be a story to tell to my grandchildren. Yeah, exactly. Um, But it actually... Because of how much it like splintered, it created um, factions. A lot of different factions, yeah. Oh, denominations like or whatever you're about to say. Mm-hmm. Really, the biggest the biggest one is uh, the Seventh Day Adventist Church. Oh, what's that one about? Well, I'll tell you next week. I'll <gasps> tell you about the woman and her husband who made the Seventh-day Adventist Church, who is named one of the 100 most significant Americans of all time. Wow. Mhm. Really? That's crazy. Good for her. This yes. is so we're ending on a cliffhanger? That we are. Oh man. So, remember, always stay vigilant, stay wild. Eat your breakfast cereals. And uh, tune in next week to figure out a little bit more about this uh, crazy cereal story. Get your Wheaties ready. Yeah. I mean, I prefer prefer Captain Crunch or uh, I'm a very sugary cereal guy. 
Yeah, I bought a um, a Lucky Charms uh, bar Ugh, from Seven Eleven the other day. Gross. Gross. Yeah, it was just all sugar. Yeah, what is that, Post? I don't know what Lucky Charms is. <laughs> I have no idea. Let me see. Oh, uh, yeah, this is how oh, we're going to end. It's, it's General Mills. It's General Mills. Oh, okay, yeah. This You're okay. GM. You're okay. Okay, Whew, thank God. Yeah, they're, they're only kind of fucked up. Okay. We'll find out about them soon. Yeah. All right, I Stay love tuned. you all. I'll see you next week. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. Oh, why?